Hi, welcome back. Um, today, I want to talk about some ways to daven when words are hard to figure out. Um, I called this episode Musical Tefillah because a while ago, I started to put my feelings and prayers into music when words weren't enough to capture the essence of what was inside my heart. And I think that's something that, I mean, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that, that sometimes what's going on inside is so big or so messy or you're just so busy you can't even think about how you're feeling about whatever it is that's going on in your life. And you just kind of feel like, oh, I need help. Um, at least, I mean, I can't speak for anybody else, but I've definitely felt like that before. And I recently went through some difficult things. As open as I am about struggling with mental health, um, it's something that I still have trouble admitting like when I'm actually like actively struggling. And, you know, I don't think that openness means you have to say everything all the time to everybody. But I have a hard time, I think, also admitting it to myself when things are hard. And I just kind of want to power through it and think, well, no, this isn't going to be a problem. I'm just, you know, I just power through it. And I mean, sometimes it works if the, if it's really not anything huge. Um, but sometimes there is something going on that it would be helpful to express it. And that's something that, you know, to be totally honest, it's something that I still have a hard time with. You know, I've never said on this podcast that I'm speaking as an expert. I'm, you know, speaking from my heart as somebody who goes through these same things. So a while ago, I actually stumbled upon a way to put my thoughts and feelings and prayers into music when words alone just didn't cut it. And I found that, you know, putting a melody to it or putting, you know, a stormy rhythm to it, sometimes that could really capture more what's in my heart than just the words alone. And sometimes I put lyrics to it and other times not. What's interesting, actually, I was talking about this with my rabbi, and he mentioned something I learned a long time ago also, that David HaMalach actually did this too. He davened with music, and that a lot of Tehillim was written that way. Like I said in other episodes, I'm not an expert on halacha or davening or any of this, so if you have questions about these things, please consult Das Torah. Everything that I'm saying here is just from my experience and things that I think other people might be able to relate to also. Okay, so when I say I put my heart into music and use it as a way to daven, that actually isn't just for music. It can work for any creative medium, whether it's art or dance or poetry or literally anything. Um, when I was in treatment for an eating disorder, a lot of times um, there were these exercises that we would do to go through magazines and cut out pictures and make a collage in a notebook. And it was actually pretty interesting to see what came out of that. It is not something that I related to that much, but I know a lot of people got a lot out of it. And it was pretty cool to see some of the ideas and expression that came from that. And honestly, this might not sound like a creative process, but I think crying is actually hugely powerful too, because in a way, when I'm doing this music, it's like my heart crying through the melodies and Tears are really just the most pure way of expressing what's inside. And tears actually are a hugely powerful way to daven. Sometimes when I've been really hurting, I'll just cry. And sometimes I don't even want to daven in those moments, to be honest, because I'm too angry or frustrated or whatever else it is that stops me from being able to bring out any clear kind of tefillah. Um, but in those times, 
more and more I'm starting to be able to think internally, even just for a second, Hashem, please hear all of this, even if it's really just for a split second. You know, it gives me a little comfort that hopefully that's turning the whole experience into its fila, even though it's really a very hard thing to do sometimes. It's a connection. It's a real connection, even if it doesn't necessarily feel good or feel like it is a connection. It is, and thinking of it that way, and then just having a good cry and burying myself under the covers and just knowing that Hashem is there, even if I'm not ready or willing to face him at that moment. Our tears express what's in our heart at the most real level, and it's a language that only Hashem truly understands. It's kind of like sharing a hidden private message with Hashem who understands us more than than any person ever could. Even if people know that we're hurting, that doesn't mean that they know the ins and outs of it, even if they know the details of why. And honestly, a big complaint that people say a lot is, you know, that it feels belittling or like it trivializes the individual nature of a struggle when somebody says, oh, I know exactly what you're going through. Um, Because the truth is you don't. You never know exactly what somebody else is going through. Even if two people go through the exact same thing and all the details are the same and all the background information looks the same, they're each going to feel it differently and they're each going to come out of it differently because even the two of them can't claim to know 100% what the other person has been through. They know what they've been through and they see the similarities and it's a beautiful way to show empathy and compassion. But the only one who really knows what we go through every second of every day is Hashem. He sees and hears us in ways that nobody else ever can. So when we share our heart with him, we're connecting on the deepest, realest level to the one who loves us the most, the one who created us. And I know that's something that's been very comforting to me throughout my life, especially at my lowest points, to kind of know, like, I have a friend in my in my court, like, Hashem gets it. He's there. He's there for me. He hears me. And a lot of times I'll think, you know, if I can't defend myself, Hashem could defend me. Hashem could see the good in me even when I can't. And sometimes I've noticed, like, I feel out of touch with my own feelings, and I have trouble putting words to what even are those feelings inside of me. And that's when it's especially been helpful for me to be able to put it into something creative and For me, a lot of times, that's music or it's writing, artwork, poetry, or even just crying really does feel. I mean, you're you're creating something. You're creating tears. I know that sounds a little bit fluffy, but it's really true if you think about it. So I started keeping something called a musical diary, which is a playlist that I started on my computer of song pieces that I wrote as diary entries and as tefillahs to express what's in me when nothing else seems to work. And sometimes it's kind of like a musical sitter in a way because I really put my heart into it and know that Hashem is listening too. And it's not something that I only do when I'm having a rough time. I actually started doing this almost every day. And a lot of the songs are upbeat and some of them are more sad and some of them are more sinister and creepy. Um, Really whatever it is that I'm feeling that day. And what's nice about it is that it helps me overcome some of my obsessive perfectionism when I tell myself this is just like a diary entry. It's not making a work of art. It's not making, you know, a production-ready song. This is literally just putting what's in me 
into something more tangible and offering it to Hashem as a prayer. So to give a little clearer sense of what I mean with the music expressing things and how this can be its feel, and I don't know if this is going to translate well in this podcast, but I will take the risk and share. Something that's cool about this is that even though you can hear the music, and I'm going to put a few of these pieces on here, the innermost parts of it that are, like I said, between the lines, between the notes, are still between me and Hashem. It's kind of like tears in that way, that people can see it, people can hear it, but they don't necessarily hear the whole heart and soul of it. And I think that a lot of music is like that. Okay, so here are a few of them. Music is a way to do this that works for me. A musical diary doesn't have to just be music that you compose yourself or that you sing yourself. It can also be music that you relate to on any given day. It can be anything, a song on the radio, a favorite song, or anything that kind of puts expression to what's in your heart. 
it's something you might want to try that too. You can compile a list of songs that way that could be a musical diary. It doesn't have to be something that you necessarily created, but that feel the meaning in it for you too. But if you connect to something else more, like art or poetry or dance or gardening or Excel spreadsheets, I know it sounds silly, but I've done that too. <laughs> um, really anything. Uh, it's awesome. And I hope that you'll use your specific interests and hobbies as a way to come closer to Hashem with the gifts and interests and talents that Hashem gives you. And also, it doesn't have to be something that you're good at. I want to like, be super clear about that. It doesn't have to be something that, you know, you're an amazing artist or writer or musician or dancer. It just has to be something that you're able to put yourself into, like put what's in you into that medium to express it. Try not to be too critical of whatever it is that you create because it's not about creating a world-renowned masterpiece. It's about creating a masterpiece between you and Hashem, and really that's the most special kind. I hope this gives you some ideas for how to express yourself and express your tefillahs from your own heart in a meaningful way. And um, have a really good week. <laughs>